So welcome back to the Speak Your Strength podcast. This is Paul, your host. And once again, I'm joined by an amazing, amazing person. This is Logan. And Logan is someone who's struggled with OCD in the past. He's also struggled with really identifying himself and also expressing who he he truly is. And he's dealt with a lot of other things because of that as well. Bullying and depression and also a really, really low point, which he also talks about in this episode. For me, I really wanted to get Logan on the show to talk about his OCD because OCD in particular is an illness, a mental illness that I feel people misjudge. Even me personally, before this episode, before this call with Logan, I really didn't understand it. And listening to Logan's story actually made me realize exactly what OCD is and how dangerous it can be. So hopefully you can relate to this episode. I just want to say before we actually dive into the actual call, the interview with Logan, that he is an amazing person. As we started talking, you might see at the beginning that he's very, very nervous and these situations are very nervous. It's just him Skyping me completely out of the blue. We're now both sitting there on webcam and um, you know he's, he's now got explain a story that's probably very hard to explain. So he's very nervous at the beginning, but you'll see as time goes on, those nerves start to disappear. So let's just dump, dump, let's just jump into it. This is my call with Logan. So Logan, welcome to the podcast. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Nervous? Yeah. <laughs> Don't be nervous. It's going to be fine. Complete. I'm, I'm literally just come back from a run sweating. I've just put on an Italy top that I got on my wedding. So you're already outperforming me because you look quite <laughs> stylish. Um, so don't don't be nervous. So um, firstly, we've spoke a little bit on message, but just tell us a little bit about yourself. So um, I'm 21. I'm from the northeast of England. Uh, just finished uni, so I'm graduating soon, which is awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, that's me aside from most things <laughs> what are you um what are you studying uh, I was studying forensic biology and um, going into a master's in biodiversity conservation so. I have no idea what that is so yes. you're already a lot smarter than me um but that's kind of the short story let's if we if you don't mind sort of go back to the beginning what kind of journey have you been on well from Quite a young age, I'd say probably around primary school, I was always a bit different. <laughs> um, mostly with sort of wearing different things that people wouldn't and acting sort of different and people sort of picked up on that and quite picked on me quite a lot. Um, when I got to secondary school, turned physical, bullying, mental, which was unpleasant. Then <laughs> mm. yeah, I think that sort of kicked most things off for me. How, yeah, hard, just, how hard was that to deal with, that kind of whole school period for you? Yeah, it was during the time our school transitioned from one building to another and the, the bullying was quite a lot worse when it was in the older building, but when in the new building it was alright. But I think the, the 
the pressure to do what other people want you to do sort of forces you into boxes that you don't want to be in. Yeah, and do you still feel that now or is this a lot is this something that you've kind of come through? I think I've sort of come through that and I'm more open about things that have happened to me. Like before all of university life happened, I would sort of hide everything away and not talk about anything because I was too scared about how people would react. But mm. now I want people to know what happened so they can talk about it if it happens to them. And does that help you, kind of being able to get people to open up and talk as well? Yeah, I think letting people know that there's others out there that have gone through or are going through the same experiences sort of gives them something to look at and like a future. It's like it, it will change sort of thing. Mm. How did um? Sorry, I'm so I'm so hot and sweaty, <laughs> and this is hopefully making. This, this is making me realise that I'm like con constantly conscious. I'm looking at myself in the mirror and thinking, God, everyone's going to judge how sweaty I am. Um, and I think you can probably advise me on this anyway. But going, kind of going back to... So you've always had like a bit of a different taste in, in what you wear. And like yeah. you've, you've always felt a bit more individual than kind of everyone else at school. Yeah. And was you very expressive with that? Um, I think so. I think... The way that I acted is I didn't really want to be on in anyone's team. I just wanted to be me. So I did all the things that I, I sort of wanted to do rather than being forced to do stuff. Mm. But when people see that you're singled out and it sort of makes that more prominent. So quite a lot of the time you get left out of things that you actually want to be involved in, which then sort of puts you in a bad place of, I think. Mm. And how did that kind of affect you wanting to express yourself but feeling like you couldn't? Was it almost like you were trapped and... Yeah, so <laughs> um, I changed completely and I just tried to wear the things that other people thought that I should wear and that that didn't help me at all because it just made what well, my mental health went downhill drastically because I wasn't being who I was yeah how, how low did it go did it did it really affect you yes um I was in a very was it my second year of university was incredibly unpleasant <laughs> Um, bad things happened <laughs> and yeah it, go on <laughs> um, luckily I have a couple of friends who are solid <laughs> how long ago was that was that sort of a couple of years two years ago uh, two years ago and uh, the friends were there to kind of help you through it? Yeah. Was there anything that they did in particular, or was it just them sort of being there? I think just letting me know that it was okay to not be all right. <laughs> mm. 
And was this was this something that you said to them, or do you think that they just picked up on? So um, like... yeah, one of them just picked up on it because <clears throat> I know that they were going through some things as well, and was sort of help helping them through stuff, and sort of picked up on what I was doing and yeah. Yeah. Are you okay to talk about it? Yeah, I'm not sure what to say about it. Um, but I mean, this is okay, kind of living, going back, and mm-hmm. I don't yeah. want to. I don't mean to feel uncomfortable, obviously. No, no, that's fine. That's fine. Um. So, was it how long was ago? About thirteen. About ten years ago, I think it is now, mm. that I was diagnosed with OCD, and that's the main thing that I struggle with. And having coped with that for quite a long time, I can hide most of it. Yeah. And when certain things that I have to do, like certain tapping or um, walking through doorways or something people often look at you funny but when someone else is sort of understands more about it <clears throat> they can help you which I think is what helped me <laughs> yeah if that makes sense yeah so OCD is I, I, I believe we've spoken a little bit about this um I feel like OCD has that whole stigma around it that you're just a clean freak if you're you've got OCD and like you've kind of said it's a lot deeper than that and I've spoken to people with it in the past and they've explained it to me um how would you explain it for me it's sort of like having not another person in your head because it's you but it's the false you (laughs) yeah it tells for me it tells me that bad things are happen or will happen if I don't do certain things and the images that I get in my head are incredibly vivid so I could be seeing um, I don't know my sister being crushed under a bus because I'm walking on the wrong side of the road <clears throat> or if I don't tap the, the light switch a certain number of times then my mum's going to be stabbed in the night or something like that but I can visualise it and I can see it so clearly that it's too scary not to do the acts that will prevent it mm. so you can kind of see that drama unfolding yeah and then it makes you want to obviously do mm-hmm. the task yeah yeah and no, I've had someone explain it in a similar way before um that he was seeing his children or seeing him harming his children um, and you know again and when he told me that it was a complete shock to me because OCD you know you never, I never thought of it as that way so mm. that was 10 years ago did you say you got diagnosed with that I think it was about 10 years ago yeah. and what's kind of helped you with that <clears throat> um, I'm not entirely sure <laughs> Um, probably just was it medication did you have any medication Uh, yeah I'm on I'm on medication for it 
Um, I'm on, I have been on several waiting lists for a very long time. Hmm. Um, and I'm still on waiting lists. <laughs> um, Which is sick. It always is. And I hate hearing yeah. how people have to wait and wait and wait for, you know, is that for, for, for therapy? For sort of... Yeah, so um, in my first year of uni, so three years ago, um, I went to the doctors and since then I've been referred to about five different places for therapy which either have not got back to me the therapy is like they've stopped offering the services or they're in the wrong part of the country but hopefully when I, um, I've got an appointment with a, a psychiatrist and a therapist in September so hopefully things will get sorted soon do you feel like it's kind of getting better or do you feel like it's the same as I think it's the same, but I think the the medication has helped a little bit. It's not something that I ever really wanted to rely on, but it it does help. So what kind of meditation is it? Just sort of breathing exercises that you use? Oh, meditation. Oh, medication. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. As, soon as, I, as soon as I said that, I thought, <laughs> you've just said medication, and I've just replied with meditation. Do you sorry. do any meditation? That's the next question. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I have been told to, but I'm a bit scared because it's just like sitting with your own thoughts isn't yeah, it yeah yeah that's how i thought that's i hated the thought of meditation but then you know it was a big it's a big helper for me um but what i'll do is i have to connect you with um adam who's the guy who i was talking about um and hopefully maybe he can share some experiences with you because um, his story is, is amazing and i'm sure he can sort of help you and you can probably relate to each other a lot more as well Mm -hmm. um, so do you feel like that's the main reason why you then sort of got to that really low stage two years ago? Yeah, I think a lot of people misunderstand what I was doing because I would often like have to run out of places because my anxiety was so high or that I would have to walk on certain places in the path and ask people to move and people would just get like mad at me and just like why are you doing stuff why are you doing that and it's hard to answer because you don't want people to think that like you're gonna hurt them or they're unsafe but I think going to university is sort of made me realize that instead of being <clears throat> sort of angry towards the people that don't understand it's use my experiences to teach them what things actually are so I think that's helped me a bit <clears throat> but definitely having to deal with <clears throat> sorry um, the anxiety and the OCD and depression is at university with all the stress as well it just it just it's not it's not it wasn't good <laughs> yeah and do you feel like that's affecting your sort of studies in a way as well definitely definitely yeah and do you, you say about judgment, do you feel like you're being judged a lot by oh, yeah. like teachers, fellow students, or family? Quite a lot of people. I think, I think I just think people are looking at me when they're not, but it just feels like it because I'm doing all of this weird stuff around me. Yeah. So. But honestly, I mean, it's amazing kind of listening to your story and, and seeing the difference between when you first jumped on this call and now <laughs> like I don't know if people watching this can, can see it as well but 
<laughs> like once you actually start talking about this, you seem to get you know a bit more energy, and it's almost like you've said like sometimes you talking about it has helped others as well, and that kind of makes you feel you know good in a way. Mm. Um, and it, like just hearing your story as well, it's really. I don't like to use the word sad, but at the same time, it's it shows you how strong you are to have overcame all of that. <laughs> yeah. You don't. You might not feel like you are, but you are. <laughs> you know, because because to deal with all of those thoughts, to deal with you trying to express yourself and then being pushed back about that, but still, you know, and as well the physical stuff that you had to endure. And now you're still, you know, at university studying a topic that I've never even heard of. I don't even know what the words mean. <laughs> I think you need think, to pat yourself on the back. I think I just... I don't know, I think a lot of other people, I, I know I shouldn't say it, but they, most people have it a lot worse. But I feel like I just want to be there for other people. And that's the best way I can do it is to educate people as much as I can about stuff yeah so what's kind of is there any other things that are helping you manage it right now uh, music music is a very big thing for me what kind um, of like listen to music or writing or? yeah everything everything um, yeah I love listening to music whenever I can um, playing playing guitar is my favourite um, written a have few you got things. a guitar I have yes, I got several. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> will you play? Will you play a quick little thirty-second song? No, oh, it's a good try. Worth a try. <laughs> so is that kind of like your escape? Like, do you feel yeah. like you playing the guitar is almost like a release from? You know, we said about meditation earlier. Yeah, meditation isn't always just. Well, for me, it's not always just sitting there, like you say, I'm in and sort of being in your head. Um, for me, again, I've just been for a run. I haven't been for a run for ages, but for me, I feel like running's a form of meditation um, mm-hmm. because it's just like me in the present moment. I can't really think of much apart from the fact that I'm not running very well and <laughs> struggling to catch my breath. But at the same time, it's a tar- it's something that me and my dad used to do a lot of. Like mm-hmm. me and my dad used to run together, and then when he died, I remember going running and I felt close to him again. Yeah. Um, so like you say with playing guitar it's almost a form of meditation in a way if it can take you away from your thoughts yeah um, so amazing what else is there anything else apart from music um, <laughs> I like to read <laughs> yeah what kind of books uh, mostly fiction mostly fiction is that, do you feel like that's a kind of escape as well yeah it sort of takes you to different worlds <laughs> yeah yeah and is it if you if you feel like you're not really doing much music, you're not reading much, can you see your mental health changing a lot? Oh, definitely. I think it could be that way around, or it's it's if you if I feel down, then I can't do any of the things because I just I can barely get out of bed, or I don't want to move because I know I'm already tired, and doing stuff is going to make me feel even worse, mm. which is kind of upsetting because you. I can't do the things that I would normally want to do. Mm. Yeah. If, because I like when you said about, you know, you had this, you wanted to express yourself, you were very individual in the way that you wanted to dress. 
um, from kind of what you've learned um, what advice can you give to someone who might be able to relate to that they want to be more of themselves but they feel like they can't is there any advice that you'd give um, I think the most important person to yourself is yourself and you've got to be comfortable with who you are and presenting as who you are you've got to be true to yourself and it's the only way you're going to be happy in the end and I think if you're not comfortable doing certain things and you don't do them the people who love you and support you will stick <laughs> mm. so kind of is that what you found that just by being yourself you've kind yeah. of people have left your life and that you've mm. also attracted the right people yeah I've had a lot of people who have sort of left or had really bad reactions to things that I've like that I do in some of them aren't even in my life anymore because I can't I can't just change myself for them because it makes me so unhappy so I love that I love that piece of advice is there was there someone was that someone close to you or was that just like a friend uh, they were a good friend a good friend yeah and did you feel like keeping that relationship was more toxic than sort of leaving that yeah I think if I had changed the way that I would dress or act or be, then they would be more happy, but I wouldn't be, and I don't think that's fair, because <laughs> yeah. one's got to be happy with themselves. That's yeah, such good advice, and I think, you know, I've, I've said this to many people before, you know, especially with family, it's one of the hardest things to actually accept that your family don't accept you. Um, yeah your parents for example but at the same time if you consistently try and please them you're and you're going to end up resenting them so it's yeah. almost like you say just be yourself and whether that means that your parents aren't going to accept that which is very hard at the beginning like you said long term mm -hmm. it's going to help i think for a very long time i would base my actions on everyone else's so i would say oh they've got this grade and I've only got this grade I need to do much better and it doesn't work like that mm. <laughs> it's like sometimes you're not well you're not anyone else you're yourself so you've got to do the things that your brain works for <laughs> yeah sort of thing I love it if last question if there's someone watching this that might be in the position that you was in sort of the mind space that you was in mm -hmm. that two years ago um, what would you say to them? Um, don't give up. <laughs> There's people out there who will help you and be willing to help you. Um, it's alright to ask for help. And even if it takes 10 years to find it, you'll get it. <laughs> Amazing. I love that. Thanks very much. I really appreciate you coming on and sort of speaking your strength as this whole podcast is about and I know at the heart at the beginning you was sort of nervous are you less nervous now <laughs> a little bit <laughs> cool so we got there in the end but no thanks once again I really do appreciate it and I'm sure everyone listening appreciates it as well lovely speaking to you and you so there we have it thank you to Logan for coming on the show speaking his strength it really is a powerful story and as I've always said the more people that can talk the better it's going to be when it comes to other people dealing with their mental health. I always say this, 
don't want to butcher the quote, but don't be ashamed of your story. Let it inspire others. So once again, thank you to Logan for speaking his strength. Thank you to you as well for listening. It's not the greatest quality. I really want to you know, improve the quality of these episodes. We've currently just moved into a new house. I'll let you into a little secret. This new house is being completely renovated, but one of the renovations that will be happening over the next, I don't know, six months maybe, is a office slash studio in the bottom of the garden. And that there, I really want to set up a podcast space where I can actually invite people into my home, into the podcast studio and actually just do a video as well as a professional recording of these episodes but there's nothing better than imperfect action which is what these episodes are all about right now just a Skype call to these amazing people as they speak their strength I'd love for you to leave a rating and a review if you can it would mean a lot it would mean more and more people would hear these episodes we're getting about 700 listens an episode right now which is good it could be better and that can be helped by you leaving a rating and a review so please do if it's helped you and also as well if you want to find out more about me head over to pmcgregor.com you can join the free Facebook group which is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash speak your strength to be able to connect with more people and really share your story of mental health as well. Thanks again to Logan and I'll see you all in another episode very soon.